here tonight. I'm your your co-host, Ralph, and I am joined here by Chris and our guest tonight, Malcolm. So Cal, as you might notice, is not here with us tonight. Uh, We wish him well. He will be here with us next week. Here in the Breathe Easy podcast, we believe by, um, by facilitating culturally sensitive conversations, we can help destigmatize mental health. Right. And we believe that it has multiple benefits, such as reducing suicide rates, keeping families together, and improving the psychological safety within our communities. If this is your first time here, welcome. If, this, if you're returning, welcome back. Do us a favor and if, go to Instagram and follow our page, um, at Breathe Easy Media. Um, if you are on YouTube right now watching this live, go ahead and like the page, go ahead and like the video, subscribe, hit the notification bell so that uh, when we go live next time, you would know exactly what, what is happening. You definitely don't want to miss out on any one of our future podcasts. And if you're on Facebook, go ahead and like our page. Again, share, 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 share. All of this helps us do the work of destigmatizing mental health. So shout outs to those of you guys who are already in our lives. We'll do another shout out a little bit later. Um, we have a rich, rich show for you tonight. But in true um, Breathe Easy tradition, we're going to roll into our health check. All right, y'all. So y'all know what it is. We like to start out with a heat check, check on each other. And we check on each other in three different areas. The first area being mental. Second area being family, and the third area being business. Business could be work, it could be your side hustle, it could be whatever you want it to be. So um, I'll kick it off tonight, you know. So I'll start with business. Uh, business, I would say, is at an eight for me. Things are, you know, moving and grooving, nothing really new going on. Everything's pretty smooth. So I would rank that a solid eight. Um, family, uh, family's doing good. Um, we just booked a flight out to see my brother. Um, so we're excited about that. So for the first time ever, I'm going to give family a 10 because I'm super excited to see my brother fly out, uh, spend some time with him, his wife. And uh, of course I'm flying out the wife too. And then mental, um, if you had asked me before the show started, I would have said like a six or seven. Uh, but now that we are on here live, I'm going to give that a solid nine rating as well. Of course, we're thinking about Cal. We're missing him tonight. Um, but we've got, you know, Malcolm here, and I think he's going to share some great information with us and our guest. Please, Malcolm, by all means, if you wouldn't mind. By me? Oh, okay. Uh, so business. Uh, let's. I'm, I'm with Chris. I'm, I'm about an eight. Um, I'm 
uh, re-energized. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to continue to make make a difference in people's lives. Um, family, um, I'm, at a, I'm, a, I'm at about a, uh, about a seven. I'm at about a seven. Um, I'm looking forward to this weekend to going actually going back out to West Texas to uh, to, to see some family. Uh, my nephew is graduating from high school, so um, I'm excited about that. Um, and then you said mental was the third part. Yeah. Mental, mental. Uh, let's go eight. Let's go eight. Um, I'm, I'm sweating up under here. Um, so, <laughs> so I'm kind of trying to relax a little bit, but yeah, that's where I'm at. Oh, you're going to be yeah. great, Malcolm. You're going to be great, man. Yeah. And I was telling him earlier before we got on, he has the honor of being our first guest. So, yeah. He will forever be go down and empty me as being number one. Yeah, we gotta get him a, a trophy or something for that man. Yeah, that's that's the number one, right? No one before you, man. Yeah. It's yeah. an honor. It's an honor. Yeah. So what about you, Ralph? Oh man. So let's let's go with uh family, family. Um I'm gonna rank a nine. Had a uh, family walk which was supposed to be an exercise, but it turned out to just be a walk uh, this evening. You know, uh, you know, a little frustrated with the kids because we were trying to get, you know, some exercise in. Um, but if I, as, as I reflect on it, it was good family time. Uh, so I'll give family a, a nine uh, there. Uh, personal, um, I'm excited. I'm excited because I'm taking off Friday from work. Um, not going anywhere, not really doing anything, but I'm taking off and that's, you know, causing me to give that a nine because I'm looking forward to a long weekend. Um, and then, you know, mental, um, likewise, jumping on this podcast, seeing you brothers, um, having a conversation that's, that's really, uh, putting me up there. Um, so I'm going to put that to a nine. I'm going to just do nine across the board, man. I'm just doing nine across the board tonight. That's not bad at all. That's not bad at all. So what do we have next? Let's see, we got... Is it the disclaimer coming up it's, next? It's, it's the disclaimer. That's exactly okay. what it is. So usually Cal does this for us, um, but I'm going, you, you're going you're gonna to deal with me tonight, right? So I'm going to uh, run out our disclaimer, and then we're going to roll into our topic of the evening. Super excited to be able to share you with this, uh, with you guys. So this content is not intended to be a substitute for professional advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always, always, always seek the advice of your mental health professional or otherwise qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding your condition. Never disregard professional advice or delay in seeking it because of something that you've heard or read from our podcast. If you are in a crisis or you think you have an emergency, call your doctor or 911 immediately. If you are having suicidal thoughts, call um, 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-8255 to talk to a skilled, trained counselor at a crisis center in your area at any time. If you are located outside of the United States, call your local emergency line immediately. Breathe Easy Media is not a direct service organization. Breathe Easy Media does not recommend or endorse any clinicians, counselors, psychiatrists, psychologists, social workers, physicians, products, 
procedures, options, or any or opinions or anything um, of the sort that is mentioned in our podcast. Reliance on any information provided by Breathe Easy Media hosts, a Breathe Easy Media guests, or others appearing on Breathe Easy Media platform is solely at your own risk. So now that. I know, right? That's yes, everything. That's, we, we cover all the bases, right? The Lord's got us. Lord's got us tight. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, so now that we've gotten that out of the way, right? We, not, you know, as much as we kind of kid around that, that's that's really serious. You know, if you found that uh, you know you're triggered by anything that you might have heard on any of our podcasts, by all means, please engage with a mental health professional. Um, the whole point of this podcast is really to de- destigmatize mental health, right? Um, it is nothing wrong with you taking care of you, right? We, what we're going to talk about is you taking care of, of you physically and how those um, and how that has an effect on your mental state, of course. Um, so if that is commonplace, we certainly want to make sure that you take care of yourself mentally and psychologically. So here's the topic of the evening. We have an exciting, exciting topic. How exercise affects your mental health. You see, it's it's really interesting, right? Um, I did a bit of research before jumping into the topic here uh, this evening. Um, I read a couple uh, scientific journals, right? Um, One was the Psychiatric Mental Health. Uh, nurse journal or the journal of psychiatric mental health um, and a few others and I found some interesting statistics and in those statistics they're they're nothing new right these are statistics or this is information that's been around for decades Um, but it's still but when we're ready to receive is when we're ready to receive Um, one thing that really stuck out for me was that Uh, In the journal, and I quote, it says, evidence has suggested that exercise may be an often neglected intervention in mental health care, right? So when when I saw that in the journal, I was like, that's that's rather interesting, right? Because when we're looking at mental health, we're really just thinking about the physical, I mean, the mental rather, and, and we're not taking into account how the physical or at that time, how the physical has an impact on our psychological states. Another quote that that really got me in this journal as well um, was was this, right? It says, lifestyle modifications can assume assume especially great importance in individuals with serious mental illnesses, right? And what they mean by lifestyle modifications, they're really talking about exercise. And certainly if it can support people with serious mental illnesses, it can support the entire spectrum of of mental health. Many of those individuals are at a high risk of chronic disease associated with being stationary for a a long period of time um, and medication side effects. That was a key thing that that really triggered for me was that people are taking medications and it has every medication, including the Tylenol that you take for a headache, has a side effect. And, And the way that um, we often we often don't think of the side effects, and we often don't know how to go ahead and and exercise those side effects out of our system. Um, but what this journal was really suggesting was that um, 
the, the act of movement and exercise can be a great um, support system in uh, mental health and wellness. Um, and certainly as a side effect of medications are taken in, um, in some of those conditions. I have a whole bunch of other notes there, but you know, I really just want to kind of <laughs> dig into to to the topic to our guest Malcolm here, right? Um, Malcolm, if you would, um, kind sir, please introduce yourself uh, to these great people that we have out here. Yeah, no problem. Um, first of all, thank y'all for having me. Uh, thank y'all for even thinking about me. Um, it's it's a, truly an honor to be here. Um, with y'all tonight um, to share uh, with y'all. Uh, but my name is Malcolm. Um, like I say, I'm a husband. I'm a father. Um, beautiful wife, be three beautiful daughters. Um, and I am also a certified personal trainer. Um, I do group fitness, outdoor group fitness, um, adult group fitness. So boot camps is what most people would, would call it. Um, I do, do boot camps. Um, and, and so, yeah, that's, that's kind of, kind of me, um, in a nutshell, so to speak. So Malcolm, talk to us early childhood, let's say around five or six, have you always been involved in fitness in some aspect or another? So, um, so I'm originally from Midland, Odessa area. Um, so if you've ever seen the movie or read the book, Friday Night Lights, Yes, it is everything. <laughs> they said it's football is religion. Um, <laughs> yes, they they really do shut down the the whole city to watch football game. Yeah, so I'm from that area originally. Uh, um, and so growing up um, in in that area, it's um, it's you either play. You have three choices. You have either play sports. Um, you either uh, sold drugs or you worked in the oil field. That's pretty much your three choices, right? And so at, at a young age, um, the the neighborhood kids, you know, we started with football, then went to basketball, then went to baseball, summer we ran track. And so for me, it was, I didn't want to be the only one not participating. Um, so I've always been a um, an athlete um, just because that was that was the environment. And plus my uh, my older brother at the time was, Man, he was one of the top high school football running backs in the country, um, I, and he was my hero. I wanted to be just like him. Um, mm -hmm. I remember, I still remember to this day very vividly because um, he's ten years older than me. So you know, when I was you know six, seven, he was in you know high school. Um, so I just remember every every Friday went to the football game, um, and then he would. He would bring home literally just shoeboxes full of recruiting letters, um, and so I just I just remember that, and so it was always I wanted to be like him. Um, he was my hero, um, and so I did what my brother did. Um, I would follow pretty much follow him around um, any chance I got, um, and that. So I've always been an athlete, and then when I moved. So 10 years old, I moved, we moved to Austin. My mom packed, packed us up, moved to Austin, Austin. Um, and it just really continued from there, um, football. And it was here that I really fell in love with basketball. Um, and then that's when I just really 
stuck with that um that that one sport uh once I moved here um and y'all can't see it on camera but Malcolm he's got some height on him when he <laughs> showed up to the house I opened the door I'm like hey oh hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> so he's, I'm five nine and he's towering over me. So I'm yeah, sure that's, that's a story of my life, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I am like six three, six three. I'll, I'll say six three. You just gotta say six four. My wife. That's me. Six three. She will not give me the inch. <laughs> yeah, I like. I like to say that I'm, um, you know, five four and a half. Right. <laughs> Like I said, story of my life. I just be looking up. Hey, yeah, how are you doing? Yeah, hey, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So you're a girl dad, Malcolm? Yes, I am. Um, like I said, three beautiful daughters, uh, nine, seven, and five. Nine, Ooh. seven, five. So just. You're right in the know. thick of it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what we were thinking, but. Here we are, um, and I, I will not will not ever trade it for the world. Um, it's it's amazing. It's caused me to get a few more gray hairs. The beard is turning. The I keep the hair long because if I cut it, it's gonna be nothing but gray. So, <laughs> so, so I wonder, right? So I, you know, it's interesting, girl dad, right? You know, Chris is our girl dad. Um, three kids. I have two. And I'm like, I'm I'm bald, right? Because I'm pulling my hair out, right? Because of the, the, the kids and, and everything else that's going on. How do you, you know, manage, you know, being an awesome father, great husband, um, and, you know, your dedication to the, your craft of, you know, uh, physical wellness um, in support, you know, of people's uh, goals and ambitions? Wow. Um, so a lot of times I feel like I'm failing at all three. Um, so, um, so for, for me, how do I balance all of that? Um, I have to set, I have to set boundaries. Um, I, I know when, um, I have to, I have to, and it's taken me a while, um, nine, nine years of marriage, I'm still learning. Um, but I've come to realize like there's certain, there's certain triggers that I notice like within my wife when I know she needs quality time. Um there's certain triggers within my kids that I realize when when they need me home, they need me present. Um and then um you know being a being a trainer um it's it's 20 it's pretty much 24/7. Um but I have to, you know, I've learned to kind of set set those boundaries boundaries as well like, you know, nine o'clock my phone i don't i don't answer text messages so if any of my people are watching this don't take it personal <laughs> I, it's just a boundary that i had to learn how to learn how to set i mean because there would be I, I would get text messages 10 11 p.m at night and i would answer i mean it's just what i did like i love what i do um but um i had to quickly quickly realize like um I have to set those boundaries. Um, and then also I have to also take care of my physical, um, physical health as well. Um, because I have to, I have to live what I, what I preach. So going back to your upbringing in sports, 
what impact do you think being involved in sports or really for any matter, for any of our viewers, physical, physical activity at a young age, how do you think that shaped you moving forward? Well, it played a, it played a, played a big, big, big role for me. Um, um, when I was younger, um, I would, I wouldn't talk. Um, I would just be, I was a mama's boy. Let's just, let's just get it out. There. I was a mama's boy. Um, and so I would, I would be around my mom all the time. Um, and I, and I really wouldn't speak. Um, and so, uh, sports really, I found for one, I found out I was uber competitive. Like I want to win <laughs> point blank period. I want to win. If I, if I didn't win, I was crying. Um, and on top of that, Sports really not only brought me out of my shell, but um, I've met man, my best friends, my brothers for life. Um, I met them through basketball, football, just being around, being in that, being being in that environment, um, and so it really helped me socially um, to you know uh, and to to grow socially, um, and and so yeah, so that so sports just just played a a huge impact on me. Yeah, it, it, it's funny that you say that, right? Because in my in my in my research, right, I'm by far not an expert here, but in, in my preparation for this conversation, um, that was one of the the points that they they highlighted, right? That be it sports or just getting out of a routine or getting into a routine of exercise, um, especially in a social context, right? Boot camps or or just going to the gym and you're seeing other people. Um, has a profound positive effect on um, one's mental state, right? You know, certainly, folks. The the uh, the analogy that they were using in, in a particular journal I was looking at um, were folks who who suffer from depression or anxiety or or stress. Um, certainly, stress and anxiety. I think we all have some level in degree um, that we deal with that. But um, that you know, getting out. Having an exercise regimen, you know, either socially or or even by yourself, and just getting out of your normal, you know, confines. This room, which is my everything, my office, my uh, my relaxation area, my everything, just getting outside is has um, profound effects. You said up a little bit earlier, Malcolm, that uh, you do you know outside um, boot camp. You emphasize outside. I imagine you did that because it's, you know, it's, you know, we're in a pandemic, it's COVID time. Um, but, you know, I wonder if you can share any thoughts that you have on um, exercise and especially in the, in the elements, right, in nature. Well, yeah, we're definitely in, in the elements. <laughs> um, rain, rain or shine, we are. We're outside, um, and so um, for me, what, what I, I just noticed a difference in the people that I train um, when, from the time they show up, the time they show up versus the time they leave, it's like two completely different people, right? They show up with all the stresses of life, um, work, family, um, all the all the things that go on in our day to day lives. Um, and so that one hour that they have with me and the people around them, um, you know, the, the environment is, is, is friendly, it's motivating, it can get competitive. Um, and so for that hour, they're able to, to just block out whatever's going on. 
Um, and, um, and so that when they leave, you know, their, their mood is different. Um, you know, their, their shoulders are, are, are up a little higher, right? They're not slouching. They're, they're, they're more confident and you can just see it. Um, you know, maybe they notice they got a little bit faster. Maybe they notice they got a little bit stronger. Um, and just seeing that, uh, bring, bring that, that confidence out in them. Um, man, it, it's, it's, it's really, really fulfilling um, when, when, when I'm able to notice that. Um, and a lot of times, you know, it, it goes without saying, it's just stuff that I notice, you know, um, and, you know, and then having them, having someone motivate them, um, encourage them really, really makes, really makes a difference. Um, and that is um, what makes um, CG Camp Gladiator um, really one of a kind. Because uh, you have people. It's funny because, and I don't know if Malcolm knew this, but before I, I follow him on Instagram. So I'm watching your workouts and everything. And I'm like, man, I could do that. You know, I played sports in high school. So I, you know, try to do some of the things that you do. And I'm like, mentally I'm there, but the, the body just won't do it no more. <laughs> uh, definitely, definitely. So, um, I mean, I mean, with that being said, um, I train about 90% women, right? And I'm always like, hey, you know, get the husbands out. And it's all, it's like pulling teeth. Um, <laughs> and, and, I, and I think with, with, with us, it's a, a, a pride thing, right? Mm -hmm. You don't want to show up to, to, to boot camp with your wife and, you know, she running circles around you. Because <laughs> right. I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen like, you know, the wife has been coming, then the, the husband finally comes and he's, you know, the wife is all doing her thing. And then you look over and the husband's like. <gasps> <laughs> hey, that's the truth, man. <laughs> that's that's me. <laughs> that is me. Uh, I remember this one time, you know, we, we, uh, we were at, I, I don't remember which gym it was, but we decided we we're going to do a personal trainer together, right? They had us on special. I said, yeah, I could do this stuff, man. I'm doing it. I'm feeling winded. Like, man, what? I'm looking over at my wife. And she just keep going. I'm like, what is going on? I'm, I, I'm, how am I winded and she not? Next thing you know, by the end of the class, man, I felt like I wanted to throw up. <laughs> and she's like, are you okay, honey? Never did a class with her again. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. I've, I've attended CG on a couple of occasions and uh, for my personal pride, I have not been back. And that's the reason why uh, got to make sure, you know, I, in my mind, I hold myself in high regard physically. Now, you know, when I'm actually out there performing, that might be a different story. But man, in my mind, I'm Hercules, yo. <laughs> I'm straight Hercules. <laughs> we we got a question from the audience. It says, Malcolm, are your daughters in sports outside school activities too? How do you work out around their sports and activity schedules? Uh, that's a good question. Good question. There's that is something we are diving into this summer. Um, so this will be the first year that they're into sports. Um, and they're so far we were they're doing swimming lessons. 
um, every Saturday. Um, uh, they start dance, I believe, next week. Now, now my, don't quote me on this. My wife is the the, the schedule maker and keeper. Um, she makes my wife is the one that makes sure the family is on task. I'm just like, tell me when to show up. Tell me how much it is, and I'm there. Um, but um, so yeah, they're gonna do uh, volleyball, um, basketball. They're doing all the things that you can imagine this this summer. Um, and so for how 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 are we going to um, balance all of that? Um, honestly, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, it, the, I, now I don't train every single day, um, so I'm mainly my my uh, evenings evening trainings are only Monday and Wednesday, um, and so any Tuesday, Thursday, any Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm I'm there, um, and and I'm gonna be there um, no matter what. Um, the only thing I really don't show up to are the swim lessons because they're more one on one, and I don't want them focused on me. I want them focused on the the, the lesson. Um, because if you know, if you have daughters, you know that they're they're daddy's girls through through and through. Um, and so I, when I when I in situations like that, I don't want the focus to be on me, right? Um, but you know, for sports, I'm gonna be there. Um, I know how important it was for me having my uh, my mom there um, to uh, to cheer me on, um, even though she was the loudest person in the gym. <laughs> it still meant it was just it was just different. Um, it, it, it meant the world when I knew she was there versus when I knew she wasn't. Um, so, well, and that brings up another question, right? So I'm sure you hear all types of excuses as to why people aren't showing up on a consistent basis. What advice would you give to people who just say, I'm just busy, like, you know, and, and I feel like if it's something that you're committed to and it's important to you, you just find the time. Everybody has 24 hours in the day. Um, so you have to make the time, but what advice would you give to people who are struggling with fitting it into their schedule and staying consistent? Um, like I said, we all have 24 hours. Um, um, you don't have to, one thing about, uh, exercise, you don't have to do it for an hour. You don't have to do it for 30 minutes. If you can find 10 minutes to be active, um, whether that's going on a walk, going on a quick jog around the block, um, going outside and chasing your, your dog and your kids around. Um, that's, that's, I'm not going to say that's all you need, but that's definitely a start. Um, just start small. Um, a lot of times we put these lofty goals in front of us. Um, and, and it's, we get discouraged when either those goals are not happening fast enough. Um, or they just, become just they're just too big too lofty um so i like to say start small um if you can be set set a set amount of uh of days just to be active um to say hey i'm gonna be active three days out of the week no matter what activity that is that can be rollerblading riding a bike whatever it is just be active do something um and then um and then eventually it's going to just be what what you do on a day to day basis, um, and a lot of a lot of the people who I, that have success, that's what it's become. It's just something I do at this point, um, and so it's just a part of my everyday routine. Um, and so those those are the people that that um, that I see have the most success. But for the people who are just starting and 
you know, just start, um, just start. And I like that distinction, right? Because, you know, usually it's like, oh, you got this 30 minute workout or this hour workout, 45 minute workout. You know, I like the distinction that you placed there on, look, just, just 10 minutes. 10 minutes is a good starting point and having consistent, you know, 10 minute workouts or 10 minute activity movement um, is a good place to start. So, and this is an interesting story, and Ralph, I don't think you're even aware of this. Talk to us. Well, let me back up. We'll, we'll get to that in a second. But talk to us about your journey uh, into becoming a, what's the correct term? Fitness instructor, boot camp instructor? Uh, just certified personal trainer. Just certified CPT. personal yeah. trainer. Yeah. Okay. Talk to us about your journey into becoming a certified personal trainer. Um, your why behind it and what kind of led you down that path. Okay. Um, so for me, um, like when we were talking earlier and I, I was like, I, I, I worked at Costco for, for nine years. Um, amazing company. Um, nothing against amazing company. Um, but like I said, I used to sit on that cash register ringing stuff and just look out the door. Like one day I will not have to be here one day. I'm going to have a job where I can wear t-shirts in tennis shoes all the time. Um, I hated my, my button-up polo. I just hated it. <laughs> um, and so um, at that time, right, like I said earlier, I'm 6'3". At the time, at that time, I was maybe 150 pounds, right? So I've always been super skinny, super thin, um, tall and thin. Um, and so um, one day I was just like, you know what? I'm tired of being tall and skinny, right? I'm tired of it. Um, and so I just started working out. Um, some coworkers invited me to the gym. I didn't know what I was doing. I just started, right? I just started meeting up with them every morning, 5 a.m., lifting weights, um, just following along. Um, and then um, I got up to about 205-ish pounds, Right. I looked like a tank at that time. It was it was insane. Um, <laughs> um, and then um, one one night, my wife was like, hey, um, have you ever thought about, you know, doing this, like getting certified um, as a as a trainer? No, not really. But um, so um, after that conversation led to me just kind of researching um how to become a certified personal trainer and i found a um an actual personal trainer school um that had a real class um and so i signed up um and so every saturday for about i want to say about four months i spent six hours in a classroom learning how to be a personal trainer um so once i got certified uh, a friend middle school friend of mine reached out to me um, he was a, 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 a trainer with Camp Gladiator. Um, he reached out to me. I ignored him for about a month. And then one day I was like, okay, I'll take, take the meeting. Um, two days later, I was at a, um, I was, I went to his workout one morning. Um, and it was, it was just different, right? Um, it was literally 90 people in a school parking lot at five in the morning, um, high five and cheering each other on. Um, and I was like, what, what is this? Um, <laughs> it's, it's different. Um, and 
the, literally the next day after that, I was trying out. Um, never been a trainer in my life before that. I tried out and I made it. <laughs> I don't know how. Um, so that that was my journey to to becoming a personal trainer. That's a <laughs> that's a crazy journey. <laughs> Third in the morning. Oh, that's close. yeah, yeah. And you do that on the regular, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, that alarm goes off at about four fifteen a.m. Ooh, <laughs> and out there in the elements, because I, you know, we're in Austin, so it don't get crazy cold, but it gets below freezing some days for sure. Um, and then the wind. Well, you, you out there when it when it cold like that too? <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, um, so I think the 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 coldest I've been out there. Of course, when we had our little, whatever you want to call it, freeze over this past winter, we wasn't out. That was the only time we shut down. Um, but other than that, um, I've been out there when it was 19 degrees. 19 <laughs> degrees. You just you just layer up and I'm, I'm out there. <laughs> I got to show up. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so... And this is an amazing story. And this is what I was going to get into earlier. Talk to us about Camp Gladiator as a company and kind of their come up story and how they came to be. <laughs> Crazy story. All right. So Camp Gladiator, um, it's it's a, as far as business goes, it's a really young business. Um, it's a really young company. Um, I want to say 13 years in existence. Um, and so what happened was the the, the co-founder, um, Ali and Jeff, right? They're they're getting married, um, and I believe they're gonna kill me if I don't tell the story right. <laughs> right. Um, so I believe they were. It was their wedding day, um, and there were some um, American Gladiator tryouts like down the street. So Ali and Jeff, if if you if you if you met them or know them, they're complete opposite. So Ali is outgoing um like she can cheer up a, a cemetery type type person um, <laughs> and jeff is like business minded um just really book smart and just really laid back so two totally different people um and so somehow she convinced them to go try out for american gladiator um Somehow, some way, they make it, and then she ends up winning the show, right? So she takes the prize money and starts Camp Gladiator. Um, and so it was it started out as a kids' camp, um, but then when kids went back to school, she was kind of like, "What do I do?" Well, they got parents; they have parents, and so um, she started um, a boot camp. Um, she likes to say she started in a parking lot with a stack of cones, and. That was it. Um, and from there, they one trainer at a time. They convinced trainers to to um, believe in the vision. Um, and here we are, a thousand trainers, over a thousand trainers later. Um, here we are. And we're in, I want to say, seven states, seven states and expanding every single year. Um, so, yeah. Crazy, that's, crazy. that's pretty awesome. That's motivating. Uh, cause 
uh, to be out there in 19 degrees. <laughs> I got to be a wicked vision, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, man. We, we, have a, um, we have a question out here regarding your class sizes. It says, uh, how do you adapt or change your class size and protocols due to the pandemic? Given uh, Camp, that Camp Gladiator was already outdoors, do you limit your class sizes? Um, so we're, I'm in Texas, so it's a little bit different. Um, <laughs> you know, Texas don't really have no protocol. <laughs> um, but, but, at the, but at the height of the pandemic, yes, um, we, we limited um, class size. Um, first, it was can't have more than 50 people. Then it was you can't have more than 20. Then it got down to like, all right, you can't have more than like five, um, five people attend. Um, and we had the social distance, which I mean, we're outside. So that part, the social distancing part is um, very easy to do for the most part. Um, but um, how we adapted and made it through the pandemic, um, we had to go virtual. Um, so we started uh, training via Zoom, um, which was pretty cool. Um, it's it's different, right? There's no there's no really high five in it. It's like you know I'm the energy versus in person when you know you have someone next to you, right? Um, it's a it's it's different, but but I can say um, it has allowed um, us to reach more people, right? Um, because now there's no limits, right? A person doesn't have to actually live in a CG city, right? The internet connect connects everyone um and then yeah and so so now like i said texas is just no there's no protocols right now in texas so i can have as many people as i want um but even even then i I still i still try to be responsible um i try to limit the the sharing of equipment um and limit um you know try to keep everybody still distance Malcolm, you're getting some love here in the comments. Um, Daniela said, Malcolm is a wonderful trainer who is supportive, doesn't give up on anyone, and takes time to get to know his campers. And that's a camp gladiator term, I guess. His campers. Yeah. And makes everyone feel welcome and a part of the CG family. Uh, hey, hey, Danny. <laughs> hey, Danny. Hey. So that leads to another question, right? Because there's the actual physical working out and the campers showing up, whether it be virtually or in person. But then there's the other aspect, which I've heard you are like phenomenal at, which is motivating them just to get their butt to camp. Talk to us about that and kind of your <laughs> methodology behind that. Um, well, for one, um, um, I always ask someone their why, right? Once, once I know their why, um, I can, I, I, I know I always have something, some button that I can push um, that will make them stay. You know what? You're right. Um, just remind, you just have to constantly remind people, right? Sometimes we forget as we go through life, um, as life happens to us, um, we forget. Um, and so I'm always there to remind you like, hey, you said you um, wanted to do this um, because of, uh, you know, your, your kids or, um, your your confidence or something to that to, of 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 that effect. Um, and so I always um 
I always have something in my in my in my pocket that I that I know I can push um, to to get them out and just just remind them. Um, and a, a lot of times I know they feel like I'm you know trying to make them feel guilty, and I, I'm not. Um, I'm just I'm just there to remind you, like, hey, um, you know, we had we had a conversation, and this is why you said this was important to you. So here's just a little reminder that hey, this is important to you. Let's make it happen. How, how do you support them in, in finding their why? If somebody isn't clear on their why, you know, you know, how, what, what, what do you do to help support them in finding their why? Um, so from, for me, I, I just, I just, I just ask like, Hey, um, you know, wow. Why, why is working out important to you? Why is losing 30 pounds important to you? Um, and so there's, there's just little questions that you can ask and then, Little by little, they'll they'll open up and then tell you the the real reason. Um, a lot of times, they try to give you a little, um, just kind of vague answer, just just to answer it. And I'm like, uh, I can always tell, right? I've been doing this long enough. I've talked to enough people that I know. It's kind of like kind of like your parent, right? Um, your parents know when you're lying. That <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, they do. <laughs> um, it's it's like that, um, and so. I just, you know, just constantly just probing, hey, um, you know, just it's just it's just a, a normal conversation. Um, but, you know, I do have like ulterior motives when I'm having this conversation <laughs> just because I, I just know um, it's important. <laughs> so. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to say, you know, that those are good ulterior motives. Right. I mean, you're supporting their their physical, their mental health. I mean. You know, sometimes we all need nudges, right? Sometimes it's even kicks in the butt, but you know, it's it's that motivation uh, to get up, get out, and, and and do something to take care of ourselves. Right. Yeah, and I, you know, I kind of put myself in that position. Like, how would I answer that? And I know for me, I go to the gym, and I'm you know lifting weights hardcore because I'm more, you know. I'm like, oh, I got to look good. I may not be able to run a quarter mile, but <laughs> at least I look fit. So talk to us about the difference between the two. Is it a good idea to have a mix, which I think I know the answer to. Um, but do you see any reason why some people just gravitate towards, you know, doing high impact or is it called high impact, high intensity uh, versus just lifting weights? Um, so for, for me, I'm going to say, um, uh, there's for, uh, I'm trying to, trying to get the right word. Um, so, so for me, no, there's, you can, you can not, you can, for me, it's a, it's a do both, right? If you can Mm -hmm. do both, do both. Um, now I understand it just, it just really depends on your goals. Right. Um, it depends on your goals. Right. So um, some people, like I said, just they just want to look good. Right. Um, they want to they want to have the, the you know, the guys we want to have big chest. Um, you know, we want to do the pet dance a lot of times. Right. <laughs> um, and so that's why guys tend to go with the, 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 the heavy lifting, um, which there's there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. Um, for, for me, I like to think. As a trainer, the more I, the more I know about the human body, the more I learn. 
for me, I'm always in my eyes. I'm like, okay, when when have I personally felt the best? And it was when I felt athletic. All right. Um, and so um, when I when I can run, when I can jump, and I feel strong, right? I that's when I feel like I'm at my best. Um, and and I and I've done you know just the the, the straight weightlifting and like I said I got up to 205 pounds but when I was there yeah I looked good but I felt slow I felt like I couldn't jump I couldn't run um it was hard to scratch my back like I just <laughs> like movement like being able to move is like really important to me um and so for me I'm gonna say a, a mix of both is the perfect world right um people because athletes they look good too right um um, and so that for me, that's why I'm going to say that. And, and and a lot of it also comes from what's um, uh, being pushed out from the media. Right. Um, a, a, a fit guy usually looks like a bodybuilder. Um, and so that's that's what's glorified. You know, when you're on Instagram and, you know, the 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 trainers with the shirt off and the big chest and, you know, the the women in the comments going crazy um like that's that's what's pushed out um but that's not necessarily um not necessarily good or necessarily bad it just depends on what what you want to accomplish okay so you have a camper that comes to you and says i want to lose 100 pounds in let's say a month something unrealistic and you know it's unrealistic and I think a lot of us get into this position and we're looking for a quick solution to something that's going to take some time. What advice are you giving those people? Um, like I said, I'm, I'm always going to I'm always going to preach longevity. Um, so this I mean, we're, we're in a microwave society where we want things quick, fast and in a hurry. Right. We want to we want to drive through abs. Right. We want to pull up, <laughs> order our abs and take off. <laughs> Right. Um, and that's just not how fitness works. Um, and a lot of times, like I said, through the media, through social media, we're 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 pushed 30 day challenges, 60 day challenges, 90 day challenges. Yeah, they're they're good in the in the in the short term, um, but um you wanna you wanna make life lifestyle changes um are completely different. Um a lifestyle change it takes time. Think about it. Um, from birth, we we have certain um, certain habits, right? A, a person doesn't gain a hundred pounds overnight. That hundred pounds is a buildup of the past five, ten, twenty years, right? So, in order to lose that, right, expect another five, ten. 20 years, right? You didn't gain it in 30 days. Why are you trying to lose it in 30 days? Um, Malcolm, you tell it like it is, but in a nice <laughs> way. <laughs> I see why your campers like you. And on a side note, I've also heard you have the best playlist and best music in your camps, too. <laughs> so for whatever reason, people gravitate towards that. It obviously motivates them to oh, show man. up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I take I take pride in the music, um, in the music selection. Um, yeah, and that's that's like the reputation of. Or you go to Malcolm, you know what you're gonna get. Um, and I and it just 
and it's it's also my personality. It's who I am. Um, and I I tried to 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 kind of play the music um, that I thought people wanted to hear. Um, and then they'll, they'll quickly quickly let me know, nah, this is not you. Turn it right now. <laughs> um, and so from that point on, I was like, all right, I'm just gonna play what I would like to hear. Something that that um, motivates me. Something that that represents me and where I come from and the culture that I grew up in. Um, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, the fitness DJ. I love it. I love it, man. I love it. Um, diet. Talk to us about the diet. Because I know you can't have, you know, the working out and the fitness aspect without a good diet as well. What you mean? I can't have my cake and eat it too? <laughs> right. right. Um, so, so this is the probably the, the toughest part for people to get down. Um, right. Because like I said, through the media, we've been at one point told that carbs make you fat. That's a lie. Let me tell y'all right now, that is a lie, right? Carbs do not make you fat. What makes people fat is, um, or gain weight is intaking more calories than, than, than we're burning. Right. Um, so just, um, so just kind of think, right, the the American diet, right? Like I said, fast food, we're a fast food society. Now, don't get me wrong. What if I am a Whataburger fanatic, right? I can have Whataburger every single day, right? <laughs> I I want that um, every single day. Um, if you don't know what Whataburger is, it's a Texas thing. Um, um, but um, the diet. Um, so for me, I... I am a um, I'm a fan of just being balanced, right? Um, being balanced. Um, I'm not I'm not gonna personally tell you not to have anything, right? For one, I'm married to a baker, um, so cakes, muffins, I get all that, right? Um, so I'm just gonna tell you just to be balanced, right? You can have you know you can have your your your, your margarita, you can have your cake, you can have the things that you love. Um, you just gotta know when enough is enough, when too much is 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 too much, um, and just try to be balanced, right? So you want to have some kind of protein, um, whether whether you're vegan, whether you're you know pescatarian, or you eat meat, or you know all the things, have you know be balanced, um, have that protein, um, have have your veggies. Um, I, I do notice we don't eat enough veggies. Um, and then I, other than that, I teach, I try to teach, um, serving sizes, right? So lifestyle changes, right? Um, a, a lot of times our meat is the biggest thing on the, on the plate, right? And so I try to teach people no, um, but I try to teach it in a way that they're going to still enjoy what they eat, right? Um, not, you don't have to be a rabbit. You don't have to eat lettuce and cucumbers all day, every day. Um, just be balanced, um, because for one, that that's that's the diet that has stood the test of time. Um, no matter what new diet comes out, um, just being balanced has stood has, has stood the test of time. I love that you said that. Um, you know, I'm I'm a rabbit. You know, I I eat, I'm, I eat just veggies, but um, but 
what I found in my in my vegan journey is that there is a whole slew of things that you can eat and right. how you could prepare it and it tastes delicious. Um, right. So shout out to the vegans. Yeah. Um, Danny has an awesome question here. She uh, she says, and I apologize. I heard you call her Danny, so I just went in to call her. Right. Danny. <laughs> Uh, how do you stay consistently um, positive and what advice would you give to someone who is hard on themselves? Ooh, that's a good one. That is a good one. How do I stay positive consistently? Um, for one, I am, I am my, my worst critic. Um, now, now my daughters are probably starting to take that, take that title from me. <laughs> um, but, but for me, I, I know um, I, I, I don't show up with my problems. Um, now life isn't perfect. Things happen. It's, it's, it is what it is. Um, and so for me, when I show up, I, it's not about me when I show up to, to camp. Um, it's not about me at that point. Um, it's, it's about them. I'm there to, I'm there to serve. Um, and so, um, when, once I adapt that mindset, um, it's, it's actually pretty easy because at that point it's, it's not about me. Um, as, as selfish as I want to be, um, for that hour or those hours, um, it's about them. It's 100% about them. And little do they know, um, they inspire me. They invote, they motivate me just as much as I motivate them, if not more. Um, you know, seeing them accomplish things, seeing them, you know, get their confidence back. That that does um, that does something for me um, because you know, in my head, I'm just little old. I'm just little old me, right? Um, and so when when they let me when they let me know those things, um, it, it really brings me up as well. That's awesome, man. Uh, to be a servant, right? In in that in that work is, is amazing. So, so what about the, you know, cause I'm, I'm like you, right. I'm super hard on myself, right. If I can't, you know, lift a weight that I used to lift, you know, a month ago, I would be, you know, hard on myself. But so, so how do, how do you support somebody in that mindset? How, how do you come help them kind of overcome some of those, that self talk? Um, just for, I just got to remind them that it's, it's one day at a time. Um, it might not be today, but we're going to get to that point at, at some time, um, whether that's in a month, whether that's in a year, whether that's in two years. Um, I just remind them, you keep showing up, eventually something's going to happen, right? Um, so, you know, you keep digging, eventually you're going to find something. Um, and so just just being consistent and um, just having the 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 long game um, in mind. Malcolm, you for our first guest, you lighten up the comments. <laughs> you definitely got people throwing some love your way, man. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so, Malcolm, you know, like like we said earlier, right, you are the first. It hasn't been anyone before you. Um, so you got, you got a trophy, you got a t-shirt, you got everything, man. We definitely appreciate you, you know, coming out and, and grace, gracing us with your knowledge, certainly your presence, 
um, here on uh, the Breathe Easy podcast. You know, we, we try to be really conscious of the, you know, the time. We know it's kind of late in the evening for many folks on the East Coast. Um, some folks in the, on the West Coast is still early and they're in Central. Um, you know what it is. And my camera just went out again. Um, <laughs> the, um, wanted to kind of kind of wrap it up, right? Kind of kind of put a box, a bow rather, around this awesomeness that we had here tonight. Um, what what are some pardon words that you would you would share with uh, our audience here? Um, like like I said earlier, find something that you enjoy and do it. Um, do it consistently. Like I said, eventually. Um, you're you're going to reach whatever goal that you have, um, and don't be don't be afraid to to ask for help. Um, as a trainer, I know I'm here for you, and I have to constantly remind people, um, and because they they think they're bothering me, and I'm like, no, I'm actually sitting waiting on my phone to go off because I want to help. Um, I'm I I don't succeed unless you succeed. Um, and so, um, you know, just, just reach out to me. What do you need help with? Um, so don't be afraid to, to ask for help. Um, don't, don't feel like you're, you're burdening, you're, you're a burden to burden to someone. Um, because a lot of times people are waiting to help you. They want to see you succeed. Um, and so. Malcolm, where can, cause you've got a, quite a fan club here, but for the people who aren't familiar with you, where can they find you at on social media? Um, so my social media handles are all the same. Mac J underscore fit M A C J underscore F I T on Instagram and TikTok. Um, I'm, 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 I'm starting to love TikTok a lot. So um, I spend a lot of time on there, um, but I'm also on Instagram as well. Um, all right. Uh, Ralph, you got any final words? Do you want to let them know what the topic is for next week? Because it's going to be a great one. Um, final words. Final words is hit up Malcolm, right? If, uh, if you're not in the Austin area, certainly, uh, you know, he talked about how you can uh, join um, Camp Gladiator virtually. Um, and and enjoy some of the uh, the workouts that's there. Apparently, he has the best playlist. He's the uh, fitness DJ. Uh, so <laughs> if you're not working out, at least you could party and dance with him <laughs> as he's doing his thing. Um, topic for next week, guys. We're so happy that you guys could join us tonight. We appreciate Malcolm here um, and as our first guest, right? Um, and topic for next week is uh, pretty interesting. We're going to have another guest. Right. It is going to be uh, policing in the black community, uh, policing in the black community. We're going to have a uh, detective from the Baltimore uh, Police Department. Uh, he's going to come in and he's going to share with us uh, his knowledge and, and share with us, um, especially from a mental health standpoint, um, you know, what it is, uh, how policing and uh, and as it relates to the community that they police in. So if you are um, haven't already um, joined us on Instagram or YouTube or Facebook, 
we invite you to um, like, subscribe, share, and follow um, on all of those platforms. Chris? Yeah, I mean, this one's a wrap. It was fun, uh, definitely informative. Um, I love the love that you're getting in the comments, people showing up for you. It's just a testament to how much you put into them and uh, how much they appreciate you. So Malcolm, definitely appreciate having you on the show. Um, would love to have you on as a guest again. And uh, yeah, this has been Breathe Easy Podcast. We will see y'all next time. Thanks for joining us.